0: Just like landed so good with me because I had a freaking box turtle that was named (laughs) Sonic when I was a little kid. It just like felt like like I called in and said, Hey, (laughs) put a turtle like that's how how nostalgic it made me. It was just like so cool. Like we
1: gotta stick this in for El Tato. He's gonna (laughs) love this. He's gonna love it. Hey El Tato.
0: What's going on?
1: We got a podcast The Buff and the Blazer. If I was a listener, where would I go to find more?
0: You can check us out on our website, thebuffandtheblazer.com. Drew over there writes an article that goes along with every single episode.
1: You can find all kinds of little extras on the articles, and you can listen to the podcast right there. Also, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And, of course, we're on Twitter, at Buff and Blazer. Follow us there.
0: Get those clicks, people. The buff.
1: In the blazer Welcome to the Buff and the Blazer podcast. We're on episode eight. I'm Drew. As always I'm joined with El Tato. What's up? And we're doing something a little different this week. El Tato and I Loved this movie so much. We wanted to get the review out as quick as we could. The film's out this weekend, and we wanted it out there for all of you in case you were on the fence about seeing it. So we got a little twofer going. So we'll drop this one sometime midweek this week, and you'll get your normally scheduled episode drop on Sunday as well. But yeah. No bonus. Without further ado, we are going to dive into Sonic the Hedgehog. Yes. Directed by Jeff Fowler. Yes. Now, before we get into any general thoughts, I just want to know real quick, out of curiosity, what was your first exposure to Sonic the character?
0: I'm a kid of the 90s. I had a (laughs) Sega Genesis. I had the first Sonic the Hedgehog game right when it came out, like on pre-order. Oh, cool. And I love, it is like a huge part of (laughs) my childhood, Sonic the Hedgehog. I had a box turtle as a pet when i was like i got him when i was like 7 uh-huh. named sonic <laughs> and i just i was really nervous seeing this movie because sonic's probably my favorite childhood video game oh, and awesome. my favorite you know like video game character of of my whole life yeah no character has a bigger spot in my brain than sonic sweet so they had quite a Quite a pedestal to live up to for people like me that were really into Sonic, were Sega people, not Nintendo people, Yeah, which I was. Yeah, I was nervous, really nervous <laughs> that they were going to be able to do justice All right, to the sweet. character.
1: Yeah, well, like you, I was a child of the 90s as well, and... All of my exposure to Sonic was through the video games too, but I didn't own a Genesis. Mm. I had my Super Nintendo, mm. <laughs> but I owned a Game Gear, and that was my exposure to Sonic the Hedgehog on the Game Gear. For the kids listening today that don't know what a Game Gear is, it was Sega's version of a Game Boy or which a, is a DS or a DS, a handheld video game. It was like way ahead of its time, though.
0: It was kind of bulky.
1: Kind of bulky, but it had like an illuminated screen. It was in color. This was before Game Boy. It was like years ahead of Game Boy, which is kind of nuts. But I I wore that game out on Game Gear, Sonic the Hedgehog. And yeah, I loved the character through the games. He was just a lot of fun. And they also had a cartoon series, I think, back in the 90s that I watched a little bit of.
0: Yeah, I never watch a cartoon.
1: Yeah. Sonic. But Sonic was always like one of those really cool characters that I enjoyed. And like you, I was really, really hesitant going into the film. I thought... I thought for sure it was going to bomb in terms of the quality and the story. I didn't think I would like it, and it totally flipped my expectations on their head. But before we get into my ideas of the movie, what did you think coming out, being such a huge Sonic fan?
0: I was so stoked when I came out of the movie. (laughs) Like I have a buddy who has some kids and i called him right away and i was like dude you have to take your boys to go see sonic like it is so <laughs> awesome and i had a lot of you know really low expectations because it's like a it's like a little kids movie but this the dialogue and it landed so well for adults too like kids are going to love this movie and adults you know in their yeah. 30s that played sega are really going to love the movie because They did such a good job of doing justice to the video game. Yeah. And not trying to make it any different than the video game. Yeah. Like really playing up all the aspects. There were so many callbacks and so much accuracy. (laughs) I just, I was blown away. I was so much more impressed than I thought I was going to be when I came out of the theater. I absolutely loved it, if you can't tell.
1: I'm totally right on board with you. I, I was really hesitant going into it. As I was getting into my car to drive to the theater to go see it, I was like, I can't believe I'm going to a showing of Sonic the Hedgehog at
0: 9.45. I was a little embarrassed standing yeah. in line. I don't know why, but I was. I'm just like, I could think of a million
1: things that I could be doing better spent than going to watch a movie about Sonic the Hedgehog. And then the film starts rolling, and the credits roll. And I felt like a kid again. It was, oh man, I felt so good coming out of the movie. It's it's full of heart, it's full of humor, action, great characters. Man, I could not be more happy with this film. And I gotta give a shout out to the cast, anyone who worked on the film. It's now considered to be like the highest grossing, or highest opening for a video game adaptation ever over the President's Day weekend and it's the, i think the highest grossing film of the president's day weekend period like it shattered <laughs> records that's awesome and i couldn't be happier for the people who made the film it like it totally is deserving of all of those accolades
0: yeah that's really uh nice to hear <laughs> that that many people went out and saw it and that many people liked it yeah yeah it's it is Oh, they did such a good job. I can't wait to get into all this. Yeah, yeah.
1: And like I said, I, I feel like it's it was a perfect film. Not only a perfect family film, but this is a film that people of any age would enjoy. There's something in there for everyone. The humor was never dumbed down, I ever thought, to to play to, to kids. Although there is humor there that kids will like and adults. Yeah, it's it's a film for everyone. And... Even before we get into the recommendations like just off the top like go out and see, see Sonic the Hedgehog. It's worth your time.
0: It's totally awesome. Yeah, you got to go see. You will see it. have a blast.
1: <laughs> I want to get into a little bit of where my hesitation comes from and my reservations about the film come from before actually going into it. What I was afraid of was the character of Sonic in general. So watching some of the ads, I was hoping that well, I had the impression that the way they were going to portray Sonic was going to be this little, cocky, like, annoying character. Okay. Uh, Like, I think someone who didn't understand the material or didn't have a good vision for where the character was going would have probably defaulted to that kind of idea of the character. Okay. Make him, like, a little prick, have, like, the sarcastic humor, and someone you're just kind of like, he's cool, and he's kind of a dick. The reason why I bought in so hard to the film is that they do the complete opposite. Like you absolutely fall in love with Sonic as a character. Like he has real emotion. He's funny. He still has that energy. He's still kick ass when he has when he's exhibiting his like speed and his power. But at the center of his character is like all the heart he has. And it really makes you fall in love with him at the end. And that's why the the film in general worked for me is because Sonic worked he worked on that level.
0: Yeah, I'd never thought that I could be that emotionally invested into a full-blown CGI (laughs) character or like a cartoon or something. And yeah, he just comes across as like kind of this lost kid with this awesome ability who's super-duper lonely, like the the lonely factor that Mm -hmm. they played up with him is just so well done. And you are absolutely rooting for him Right off the bat. Yeah. Like, right in the beginning of the movie.
1: Yeah. And it, it actually had a lot going against it, even before it was released. So I don't know if you're fam- aware of this, but... uh I,
0: I know a little bit, right? Yeah. I saw, I've seen that, like, picture of the yeah. first version they did of him. So
1: they had they had a version of the CG Sonic the Hedgehog character that I think they marketed in a trailer before any of the recent changes, and it got so much backlash with fans and movie critics... They just thought he looked really off and weird.
0: Yeah, one of his eyes like smaller. He had like pretty small eyes. Yeah, and he didn't have like comparative to the Yeah. to the video game character. And he
1: didn't have like the iconic like Sonic brow, like the intense brow. People were just dumping all over it and what was cool and which didn't have to be done was the director came out and was like, "All right, we hear you guys. We understand that you're you're upset about this. We're going back to the drawing board and we're going to get it right." And I I give him props for that because there was no reason he had to do that. This was like his film, his vision. He could have just stuck with it. And instead, they decided to go back. And I don't even know if it delayed the film at all, but they took their time. I think it maybe took them a couple more months, and they got the character down. And I thought visually, he looked great. Yeah. Like he totally blended in well with the live action elements of the movie. Yeah. And they nailed it, I thought.
0: Yeah, he looked really, uh, really close to what you would want from the video game.
1: Yeah, like my idea of him in the video game, at least my memory, is I always kind of had... He always came across as kind of rubbery. To me, like he was almost wearing like a suit. Mm. I don't know if that's me remembering the wrong thing, but he always kind of came across as like sheen and smooth. Not fur. Not fur. Okay, I can see that. But um, considering that he has fur in the film, he still looks like Sonic. He doesn't look off at all.
0: Yeah, and his quills... Yeah. Are so awesome. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. They did such a good job with how he looked. So any kind of controversy, I mean, maybe that played in a little bit too to my reservations about going into it. I was like, man, this movie has a lot going against it. Like if I had to give you like a prediction a Rotten Tomato score, I would have been like this film is going to be in the 20s somewhere. Mm. Like or the teens. It's going to bomb.
0: Well, kudos to... Pulling the pulling it back a little bit and and hearing the message yeah from the fans and and redoing it, you know that's that seems not to happen yeah often I'm guessing no 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 I mean a
1: director never has to do that Like yeah. it's, it's all about what the director's vision is and he was cool enough Jeff Wait, Fowler like
0: props yeah. to Jeff Fowler yeah way to swallow a little bit of ego and yeah you know that sounds like this paid off oh totally oh people are loving this film I loved it
1: want to, So I want to go in a little bit to some of the nods to the video game that happened. Okay. So, like, right off the bat, the Paramount logo comes up, and instead of the the iconic stars that go up on the mountain peak, you get the rings from the video game. Yeah. <laughs> and you also get the sound effects. I was like, oh, man, it's little stuff like that. It's so cool.
0: Yeah, and you get the Sega logo yeah. at the beginning. <laughs> That's, like, perfect. It's not new. and. Yeah, and know. the
1: composer, uh, for the nerds out there, the composer... Had a little orchestra segment of the Sega theme. Like playing with the full blown orchestra as the Sega logo like illuminates. Like you could hear it. It's like Sega. Yeah. From the beginning. Oh man. And like right when
0: they they show his world right off the bat with the big loops and how it almost had the little pixely kinda deal. Like, (laughs) oh, it's so perfect. (laughs) It's so perfect. Yeah. All the all the scenes where he's running. You know, like in the beginning when he's a little baby, sure. hedgehog, and he's running around. Like the second that started, I was just like so locked in. Yeah. And the, oh, it was, it was awesome. <laughs> they did such a good job at doing justice to the video game. Yeah. So many nods throughout the whole movie.
1: Yeah. And we're going to do our best on this show to not spoil anything because we do want you guys to go out and see it yeah it's totally worth it going in with a clean slate so we don't want to try and mess that up for you yeah
0: we'll reserve a little bit
1: yeah but i will say though there was a scene in the beginning of the film involving a tortoise and as soon as that scene happened i knew the film was going to be pretty good because that kind of (laughs) humor it hooked someone like me i was like all right this movie i think has the humor aspect down i think we're gonna be okay (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> that little set piece totally worked.
0: Well there's like two little you know, one's a tortoise, one's like a turtle. Yeah. And uh once he's in the the real world. Right. There's the turtle scene and that stuff just like landed so good with me because I had a freaking box turtle that was named Sonic <laughs> when I was a little kid. It oh, just man. like felt like like the, I called in and said, Hey, <laughs> put a turtle. Like, that's how how nostalgic it made me. It was just yeah. like so cool. You're like, we
1: gotta stick this in for El Tato. <laughs> He's gonna love this. He's gonna love it. Like little little pieces like that, little nuggets really make the film work on on all kinds of different levels. So the fact that Sonic starts off in his own kind of place and then he ends up on Earth, I thought that really enhanced the backstory for his character and sets sets up the character in a way that you do end up really rooting for him and falling in love with him. Like, something as simple as him being isolated and just wanting interaction with people and wanting friends and a family, like, the little human elements of a CG character, Sonic the Hedgehog, that's, you need that stuff for the audience to identify with Something you're seeing on screen that's not real, and I want to know: <laughs> Did that stuff hit you as hard as it hit me? Because I was full on like getting emotional during some of those. Oh, things. totally. <laughs> I was totally.
0: Like, the fact that they tied in that he needs to run, run away. Yeah. You know, it's so perfect with his character because that's what he does. He runs. Yeah. And the way that they they weaved his speed and his ability to run. As kind of the reason that he has to run, and yeah, he has to go away, and that's kind of like the driving force of his entire being. Yeah, is the running is so good, <laughs> and I, I like. I'll say it again. I've never ever thought I would be so emotionally hooked to a CG character.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like I
0: was completely convinced that he was a real little hedgehog. Yeah, you know, young boy and the 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 whole fun side of him, yeah, like he's trying to have a blast, even though he's alone, yeah, all the time, and he's like messing with people and oh, it's just so good. he's like the most likable video game character ever,
1: oh man, for he, sure, he's probably one of the more likable characters I've seen in a long time period, just, just
0: any character, yeah. and like the facial expressions and stuff, yeah, they take like the actors uh facial movements, right? Oh, yeah. That yeah. are doing the voiceovers.
1: Yeah, nowadays. Yeah, that's And, very and kind
0: of incorporate that into the CG, right? Mm-hmm. Because his face is so, like, emotionally alive <laughs> in the movie, and his eyes, you're, like, looking into video game eyes, but you're totally locked in yeah. and in love with him, you know?
1: That is one thing I really liked about Sonic is they could have gone the route of making him this depressed, like, really sad character because of those elements where he's alone, but... Throughout the whole film, he maintains this, like, really positive and uplifting attitude, and he's always having a good time. Yeah. It's like, he's just, there's just nothing you can dislike about him. He's so likable, and he's so fun to watch.
0: And so, like, kind of oblivious, you know? Yeah. Like, that really plays well. He doesn't know anything. Right. He's, like, just been by himself. For however many years or whatever.
1: Yeah, one thing and, that was cool though is he's been in isolation for so long, so he, you get the idea that he's grown up and he's spent some some time on Earth. Um, so he's he's familiar with like baseball references and like pop culture and like TV shows and stuff like that. I thought that was really really well done. I was like thinking about it and I'm like, how does he, how does he know so much about human culture? And I'm like, oh well, he's he grew up, he grew up on Earth essentially.
0: Just watching. Yeah, just sneakily. watching people.
1: Yeah, he's like the coolest observer.
0: Did you catch the little uh, callback to the, the name of the town where he is? No. So that, it's like Green Hills, right? Yeah. The level one, I think, in the original Sonic is Green Hill Zone. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. See, and I- there's so much of that sprinkled all throughout this movie.
1: Yeah. See, I, I want to go back and watch it again. There's, I know there's a bunch of stuff I missed.
0: I want to play the video game.
1: <laughs> yeah. Let me ask you about kind of the general setup of how the plot gets going. So I got the vibe that this was sort of a mix between a road trip film and a buddy cop film almost. Okay. Him and James Marsden's character, Tom Wachowski. What did you think of their dynamic on
0: screen? I was really blown away, like there's a few scenes where he's like carrying Sonic, <laughs> and that can be really clunky with yeah. c g sometimes, right, yeah, and there was like little aspects of like how his fingers were placed on Sonic's arm and stuff that uh-huh. looked so real. <laughs> it looks so real, but there it's really hard to have online or on screen chemistry between a person acting in front of a green screen and talking to like a ping pong ball or something. Yeah. Yeah. But you totally believe it. (laughs) And there's so much chemistry between them. Like when they're, when they're mobbing around in the Tacoma, which I loved cuz I'm a Tacoma guy. <laughs> I
1: swear this film was made for <laughs> it, you. It
0: was like so close like that truck in the movie yeah. is almost the exact same truck I have, but I got the long bed. <laughs> as
1: soon as I saw the Tacoma, <laughs> I was like, dude, did they like so did, they they made this for El Tano. The the,
0: the freaking turtles <laughs> and the Tacoma, oh, I was just it just landed, it just hit so many <laughs> nostalgic things for me. Yeah. But there are chemi- there's chemistry between them in the thing, and that's like a major credit to to James Marsden. Yeah. Because it's got to be insanely difficult to do that kind of acting.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think that also speaks to Ben Schwartz's performance as Sonic, too. Oh, yeah. Like, it's, ugh, I, I feel like there's a real delicate balance between having a character be confident in who he is, being... Funny and fun and badass, while also maintaining that level of, like, humbleness and human nature at the same time for you to really buy into him and really root for him.
0: Yeah, and, like, that vulnerability, too.
1: Yeah, totally. And I felt like he did such a good good job of of melding all of those together.
0: I feel like he probably, like, squeezed in tons of jokes, too, because... Because Sonic's character has great jokes throughout the entire movie, and I'm yeah. sure a bunch of them were written, but I, I I would bet that they let people when they're recording the audio in the booth riff a bit, and I bet a lot of that got into the movie because there's it is so funny for adults too, not just like not just like cheesy people falling down kind of funny. There's like great jokes and one liners sprinkled throughout every scene yeah in the movie
1: there's so many like i can't even remember off the top of my head there were so many
0: but uh, yeah i audibly burst out laughing <laughs> multiple times throughout the movie
1: oh man i got to give them props for the writing like the writing was so well done and it never it never dumbed down anything like that's the thing sometimes animated films like this run the risk of playing down to kids yeah of like being a film made for kids and while this film is very kid-friendly, I didn't, never got the sense that it was marketed specifically towards kids in general. Like, it was a kid film. I feel like there were, the writing was at a level where any adult watching it would have a good time. And it's totally a family film. Like, people of all ages would get something out of Sonic the Hedgehog.
0: Yeah, I didn't really see a trailer. Mm-hmm. All I remember, like faintly, was the little controversy with the character and how he looked. Yeah. So I didn't watch a trailer or anything. And when I got to the th- to the theater and was standing in line, I looked at the poster and saw Jim Carrey. Yeah. So like I was kind of scared, expectation wise, that it was going to be really, really little yeah. kitty. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't at all. They totally made the movie for people that played that video game. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I did see the trailer and I I remember sitting down going like, why would I want to see a film about a character I haven't thought about since like 1993? Like, and it looks like it's going to be, you know, your stereotypical like B rated kids film. And (laughs) I could, I can't express enough how shocked I was at the end and how much I liked it. Yeah. Like every aspect of the film they nailed, I thought. And that's like a credit to the director. It's a credit to the performances You mentioned Jim Carrey. Let's talk a little bit about his portrayal of Dr. Robotnik.
0: It was so classic Jim (laughs) Carrey. But at the same time, you can tell he really dove into the history of that character. Yeah. And he is just so funny. (laughs) All the physical comedy, the weirdness, the arrogance. It was fantastic. (laughs) And I... And I love that an actor like that really embraces how good he is at being that goofy character and doesn't like as as an older man doesn't want to, you know, change pace and be like, oh, I'm just a serious actor and a director now. Like, yeah, completely able to jump back into that everything we love about Jim Carrey. Yeah. And it was it was fantastic. Like, for me... Completely fantastic.
1: <laughs> yeah, he was, he was over the top in the role of Dr. Robotnik in the best of ways, though. Yeah. Like, I got the sense that he really sat down and cared about this character in, in a video game, Dr. Robotnik. Like, he must have done some kind of, not, maybe research, but he really thought... You could tell that he thought about how he wanted to portray the character. Because he could have done, like, the Riddler route in Batman Forever and gone totally over the top and kind of been so over the top that it's almost awful at the same time. But this film, I thought, like, he did a really good job of being over the top, really being the Jim Carrey that we've come to know and love, and also add elements of, like, Dr. Robotnik that makes sense within the
0: story and the world. Like, he nailed it. Yeah, he absolutely nailed it. And kinda jumping back to how you think this was like uh like almost like a buddy buddy type film. Yeah. Which it is, mm-hmm. but it's also like an origin story yeah. film in terms of a video game character. hmm Cause Sonic kinda like doesn't really know the extent of his abilities and kind of figures it out Yeah as the movie goes along. Mm-hmm and that's kind of the angle they they bring in with Robotnik. You know, oh, yeah, he's like yeah. the younger the younger Dr. Robotnik and you can see he's got a million PhDs and he's got <laughs> the baddest tech in the world and he's completely nuts. Yeah. And everyone is exhausting and I just can't wait for the the line of Sonic films that are going to come after this. Yeah. Because it's like an origin it's Sonic 1, you know?
1: I mean, the film made over its budget in the first weekend. Like, Yeah. If they don't greenlight a sequel by the end of this week, I'd be shocked. Yeah. And I, ho- oh, I hope they do. I- I'd be first in line for that. Let's talk a little bit about Tom and Maddie. So James Marsden and Tika Sumter and their kind of chemistry together um, as a couple on screen. I really like their interaction. It was a real kind of playful and very sweet relationship that they had. And I loved whenever they were on screen together. Like, they had really good chemistry. And then once Sonic enters enters the picture, he, like, adds a whole nother dimension to their, like, dynamic. And you really get this awesome, like, family vibe once Sonic comes into the picture. Yeah. It was so sweet. Like, sweet in the best sense.
0: Yeah, and I, I really liked their chemistry on screen later in the movie yeah and i really like that uh they played up the angle of these are like real humans and they're they're dealing with some alien hedgehog <laughs> and how crazy that is <laughs> like at the you know at the one part of the movie she like goes into the other room and closes the door and she's like okay i I think i've been pretty calm <laughs> dealing with this like what the hell is going on like i really i really enjoyed that
1: and on top of that i love how she's a veterinarian
0: yeah yeah
1: (laughs) so she's like familiar with dealing with animals
0: yeah and uh and tom's character is basically he's just like figure it out you know and she's like i don't know this thing's physiology i don't know how (laughs) it works or anything it was really good
1: yeah so besides the the main characters, I thought that they did a really good job of getting really likable side characters as well. Really funny. Like, really funny. Like, all the scenes with the generals and stuff, I thought they were spot on in terms of, like, how serious those characters take themselves <laughs> and just how ridiculous they come across. Yeah. To, like, the the, the uh, civilian population. <laughs> like, that was great. There were some nice little cameos of, like, uh, Neil McDonough. He played uh Major Bennington and he was pretty big in like the Band of Brothers series. Okay. With Steven Spielberg and Tom Hanks. And so it was cool seeing him like in uniform in a movie like this.
0: And his scene is hilarious too, because that's kind of the first major introduction you get to Dr. Robotnik. Yeah. When he rolls up with all his crazy tech and his bus and yeah. all of his minions.
1: He's just like, Who is this guy? <laughs> all nuts and then. Even even the most minuscule characters in the film, like Crazy Carl.
0: Oh, I love Crazy Carl.
1: Crazy Carl, uh, Frank Turner. He's like he's seen Sonic a million times. He knows Sonic is exists and he's there in the town, and no one wants to
0: believe him. <laughs> yeah, he's like uh, he's like their Bigfoot. You yeah, know, in this little town in in Montana, and Crazy Carl's trying to catch him, and all the, and and Sonic is playing along with all of it. He absolutely loves. Crazy Carl, too. (laughs) And he's, like, messing with him. Yeah. It's so funny.
1: What I loved is how, how laid back and how much fun Sonic is having on screen. Like, he is almost like a kid, a kid with these crazy, awesome abilities. And so, like, there's a point in the beginning of the film, it's, like, a really touching scene where he's kind of spectating on a couple of the characters through a window, and you're just, like, you can see the longing in his face, and you totally, your heart, like, melts for him. And then he goes back to his, his cave, and then you get a little bit of an idea of what his character's all about with all the stuff he has. Like, yeah. he has a stack full of comic books that are just DC's The Flash. Like, he has a stack full of them that he's going through. He has, like, a racket ball on a string that he <laughs> likes to mess with. He plays ping pong with himself. It's, like, all these little elements.
0: He's got the big hat. Yeah. The- <laughs> which is uh, Which is a little call back to Knuckles. Is Knuckles it Knuckles really? rocks the hat in one of the video games, the big oh, wow. goofy cowboy hat?
1: Okay, cool. See, I think I think you're recalling a lot more of the video game than I remember. Okay. Was there anything else like any kind of little easter egg that you can remember where you were like that came out of the video game?
0: There's just little things like at points in the movie where he's he's like in battle when he uh loses all of his rings. Yeah. And he like can't recover, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little things like that, <laughs> and then like the slow down scenes. Uh huh. Those are all nods to the video game. Like like uh, when they're in the cowboy bar. Yeah. And he the whole everything slows down and he does the thing. So in the video game when you would like get to boss levels and stuff, uh-huh. there was like a little I can't remember exactly what it was, but everything would slow down. And you could like run around super fast and do all kinds and kill a bunch of people all at once while everything was in slow mo.
1: Oh, so that was in the video game. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Yeah. So
0: there's all kinds of little things like that. One of uh, an Easter egg is uh, Knuckles makes kind of a, a cameo, or that it's implied mm-hmm. that it's Knuckles at one point in the movie. Okay. Yeah. So you know. See, that's something I totally missed. Yeah. That there, you know, there's gonna be some Knuckles action. <laughs> And then there's another super big Easter egg that we won't say. Yeah, yeah. Because that's too much. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but it's, it's pretty cool when you see it.
0: Yeah, it's awesome.
1: <laughs> there is one moment near the end of the film where once it happened, I knew that the way they set up Sonic's character worked. And that's a very simple gesture at the end of the film. He just gets a high five. I won't yeah. say who he gets a high five from, but he gets a high five, and the payoff for that moment is so huge. That's when I knew, like, okay, I've I've fallen in love with this character, and they've totally rounded out his journey. And the way they developed him throughout the what was it, hour and thirty minutes, hour forty minutes? Yeah. Totally paid off. And that's like a that's a credit to the writers, the director. I mean, a movie like this doesn't work if Sonic doesn't work as a character that's likable and they could have totally fallen back and made him that cocky, funny character that is a pest. And I'm so glad they decided not to go that route.
0: Yeah. And the way they weaved in how much fun of a character he is. Yeah. That works really well with how lonely he is. Yeah. So like he's all, he seems like this great guy who's having a blast and all the time, but, you get these little glimpses that no matter what how much fun he looks like he's having he's still just yearning for companionship he can play for with himself forever doing a million different things cuz i loved how yeah he can play like baseball all at once <laughs> you know he can <laughs> with himself yeah pitch it and hit it it's so cool how they did all that but you really get a sense of how lonely it is because he's such a fun loving character yeah And he just wants to share all that fun with people and it makes you buy in to his struggle. Yeah. Like a lot.
1: Yeah. And I think another great thing about Sonic is he's so cool. Like his powers are really, really cool. And the way they visualized all of it on screen. Like, I want to ask you a little bit about some of the action set pieces of this. Like, what did you think of when, you know, like times where he's being chased or he's He's like in his mock speed and he's going around and zipping by like.
0: I absolutely loved it. <laughs> I loved what they did with all of the speed scenes. Yeah. Because you can screw that up really bad probably. Uh-huh. If you don't really pay attention. Yeah. And I loved his shoes. I loved how he has the oh, shoes yeah. that are completely worn out from how fast yeah. he is. Yeah. <laughs>
1: and And then he gets the iconic red ones yes like the one he had from the the ones he had from the video game yeah i feel like if dc ever were to make a flash film like a live action film of the flash this is almost like
0: the blueprint this is the blueprint to do it or the running and stuff
1: yeah but they set the bar so high with this film i think it's it kind of sucks for the flash people (laughs) 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 it's really yeah that's gonna be a tough mountain to climb yeah I just, I can't. They did it. a
0: really good job of mixing up, you know, the camera staying with him while he's flying around. Yeah. And the, the side screens being blurred. Mm mm-hmm. And then the camera being stationary and him zooming by being blurred. Yeah. They did a really good job of that. Mm hmm. And the slowdown scenes were just awesome. Yeah. Where the whole, he can just do something. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. So quickly that time just stops and he can. Like pull Run around out everywhere, yeah. Pull bullets out of the air, <laughs> and another thing they did a great job with on the speed aspect was all the drones and all of Robotnik's vehicles. And oh yeah, the drones were very creepy. Yeah, you they know, were like extremely creepy. And ter- like when they're going, all the little drone bots are searching the house and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. That stuff was kind of scary. I remember them (laughs) because that doesn't seem that far, (laughs) that far fetched from like technology that exists today. It's like, oh, man, where are we going?
1: Yeah, it's it's so weird. Like this film has a lot to say about the state of affairs even today. Like it's so it's really weird, like the way they do it.
0: Yeah, I really With- don't want the government to roll out some robotnik level <laughs> spying devices. Do you remember them
1: the little bots in the video games having like the red eyes? I, I vaguely yeah. remember
0: something like that. Yeah, I'm I don't remember exactly, but I'm sure there's a ton of like those robot designs are from the I know yeah. I know Robotnik's like tank truck mm-hmm. thing is like straight from the video game. I remember that, yeah. Yeah. The one that has like the ramp mm-hmm. battering ram on the front. Yeah. That's like straight out. So is the bus, his big bus. Yeah, that's like straight out of the video game. <laughs> oh man, and his little, uh, his little jet, robot jet, like all of that. Yeah, <laughs> so good. <laughs> I love whoever, like all of the CG workers, where they probably played the game like crazy. Yeah, preparing for this.
1: Yeah, it's, and on top of that, with all the backlash, they had to go
0: back to the drawing board. So, do you think they had to reshoot anything or they just had to redo the character?
1: No, so I was listening to someone on YouTube that had a background in in like CG animation and basically what he said was by that point when you have a finished version of the character, there's like a base to him. So there's like a, com- oh. a computer base model. Okay. That you kind of layer and add detail to,
0: so you could just like pull the face off
1: exactly, and so, put a new face. So in. you could take the details off as long as you have the base of the character, you can tweak and manipulate certain things to give him a different look. And he said, so for them to go back and do that, it wasn't a huge deal. Okay, and so it didn't seem like it it pushed back the release date at all either.
0: Yeah, and man, that's this uh, computer work is getting so good. Oh man, like you actually think that. That Tom is carrying Sonic in some scenes. Like it it looks like Yeah. There he's Sonic's real. I wanna I want Sonic, man. Do you do wow. you know if Sega's I'm like even my
1: yard? Is Sega even still around? I have like, no
0: like... idea, man. My last game console was a PlayStation 2.
1: Yeah. So that
0: shows how long I've been out of the the video game world. Yeah. Basically when I became an adult and had to like work <laughs> all the time yeah. is when I stop playing video games. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. There's like, I don't know if Sega's still around.
1: I couldn't think of a better advertisement for a, a new Sonic game than this movie.
0: They have to be uh, making money off this. Like, oh, yeah. can't go anywhere without their blessing, right? No. Or did Paramount just, like, buy well, I mean, a character?
1: I, they would have to be. I'm sure Paramount got I the I mean, rights. they show the
0: logo in the movie. Yeah. Like, They have to be. Somewhat, around, I'm sure they right? got the
1: film rights to do the movie, but Sega has to be like some kind of producer or something. I'm, I'm sure they were involved somehow in the process.
0: I love Sega <laughs> Echo the Dolphin, Kid Chameleon. Oh man, Ren and Stimpy. Ah, like all my favorite games <laughs> until until Madden, you know, got like insanely real in like the late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. I liked all those games way more. And even Sega Dreamcast, I had a Dreamcast.
1: I still have my Dreamcast. Oh, sweet. Yeah, still have it and it works fine. Awesome. <laughs> Let me ask you this though, cuz now you have me thinking. Do you think somehow that a film like this was marketed towards people like you and me? Oh yeah. Like our age?
0: Oh yeah. Like It's way more the writing is so sharp and there's so many jokes. Yeah. Throughout the movie that I think it'll land with with people our age. Super well. I mean, you could see how, how stoked I am, and I had like zero expectation.
1: Yeah, I mean, I went into a showing, the very last showing of the day on but Saturday, at nine forty-five. Was it, there people? There were people. There were lots of people, around my age.
0: Yeah, same here. My so, theater's pretty small, so there's never really a packed house, but there was like twenty, twenty-five people. In my theater, which is a lot, actually, yeah, for up here. Most of the time, I'm like the only person Mm -hmm. in the theater or maybe a couple other people. Yeah. And a lot of the people in there were my age, which is like cool.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was surprised, too, because a lot of the jokes going on throughout the film, you heard all the adults laughing.
0: Yeah. So. And there's a lot of really, really funny physical comedy that little kids will love. Oh, yeah. Like Jim Carrey. Sure. And that scene where he's dancing in his... Yeah. His little tech land in his, like, uh, headquarters. Yeah. And he's doing his weird dance. Like, you got the slapstick comedy. And then Agent Stone. Cubs, <laughs> like, how funny is that? Like, I don't <laughs> want to give it away, but, like, yeah, that scene is hilarious.
1: Like, you have you have the slapstick elements of comedy that kids will love, and then on top of that you have, like, witty writing and witty dialogue that the adults will appreciate. It's, like, it all blends so well together. Yeah. It's, like, a really great family film.
0: Yeah, I want to go see it with my friends' kids. I kinda, <laughs> like. I want to. I don't usually want to go back and see a movie. Yeah, again. Mm-hmm. I had such a blast in this movie. I would totally go see it. Yeah, I want to take totally my, go see it again.
1: My nieces and nephews to go watch this. Like, yeah. just to see how they react to it. Yeah. Without going into any kind of specific spoilers, was there a particular scene you could talk about that either hit you really hard or that you really enjoyed?
0: Both visually and emotionally, the baseball scene. Okay. I thought was really, really great. Yeah. It's my favorite scene in the movie. Okay, yeah. Because it had all the speed Mm -hmm. and the fun of Sonic. But it really highlighted his loneliness Mm -hmm. and it's a major turning point for him as a character. Yeah. You like really feel for him, you know? Yeah, totally. But you're getting all the crazy visuals in the fast.
1: <laughs> yeah. You
0: know, so that was that scene was probably my favorite and then the bar the giant bar fight I loved too. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Love that scene. Yeah, those are- super were... <laughs> funny. Super action. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. But yeah, the the baseball scene I won't give anything away to it because it's a big part of the movie. But oh, that's, yeah. that's my favorite scene in the movie. For mine sure. too.
1: So mine, I'm right there with you. That's okay. My two favorite scenes are the baseball scene and the scene in the club or the bar, wherever they are.
0: Um, yeah, and it kind of speaks to like the age I was when Sonic came out. Like the whole little league, yeah. aspect. How he's watching, you know, kids, yeah, around that age, mm-hmm. you know, like pre-ten years old, kind of age, or just after, for that you know, like like eight to twelve year old yeah kind of range i thought it just hit it hit me emotionally for a freaking video game movie which is pretty pretty <laughs> impressive i think
1: and then i absolutely want to give a shout out to the film's composer tom hulkenberg yeah like i kid you not on the way up to the studio today i had the score the track for that for the baseball scene going in my car oh awesome. on the drive up and that will like that will wreck you. It's so beautiful and it plays, it enhances the emotion of that scene. It's so great. And I had it on rewind like for an hour coming up the the mountain. Really? It was really really great. Cool. Let's go back real quick to to another character that I think you and I both really enjoyed and that was Rachel. So she plays Maddie's sister? Yeah. And she's played by Natasha Rothwell.
0: And she's hilarious. <laughs> She's a bunch in like the the last I don't know 15 20 minutes of the movie and yeah. every line she has is hilarious. <laughs> so she, funny.
1: She has this total beef with with Tom for whatever reason. I don't think they go like real into it in terms of like why she's yeah. so she's so like against him.
0: Yeah. She's got she plays up like the sister that's trying to talk the other sister to to dump her <laughs> dump her man and move on he's too much trouble and she is she's great in the movie she's so funny and oh, then man. another character uh Billy Rob Adam Pally oh he's yeah, he's yeah, super yeah. funny in the movie too like the scene where he's getting <laughs> all the phone calls into the the police station yeah is so good he's hilarious i really like i really like him as an actor he's super funny
1: yeah he he looks super familiar i just don't know where i've seen him
0: I've seen him in like 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 roles similar to this. Okay, you know, yeah, like yeah, complementary, yeah. funny. Yeah, I can't I can't remember off the top of my head what though.
1: They do the main characters so well, and just the fact that the side characters are also so enjoyable, just shows you how. I mean, I don't know who the casting director was for this movie, but props.
0: Total props. So I was good. trying to figure out who Sonic was the whole movie voice wise because I know I'd heard the voice before. Yeah and i still can't really put my finger on what i've seen Ben Schwartz in before but i've seen him before and his voice just plays perfect yeah i as think he Sonic. was i think he was in parks and rec the tv show but okay. i haven't watched a whole lot of it that's like after i left tv oh, okay but i think that show's on hulu so maybe i'll yeah 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 need yeah. need to watch some of it going back to the score a little bit all the music in the movie's great Yes. Like it's just perfect. Yeah. It's it, really fun and upbeat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there a lot of times
1: films will come out and they'll have scores that I think help enhance a film. This one had a score that both enhances the film and is also something that you'd want to go back to and listen to. And for me, particularly, like the really emotional scenes. Like they're so beautifully done feel like overall the the everyone that they brought in to work on the movie it's almost like the little engine that could story it's like all these some familiar faces but then a lot of new faces and they just all did such a good job and and i think the final product they produced at the end of the day was just really really well done and it was really great to see like on twitter and social media how how kind of shocked everyone was, like the main cast that's on social media, they were completely and genuinely blown away by the positive fan response to the film and the gross of the last weekend. I couldn't be happier for them.
0: That's awesome. (laughs) It's so awesome. It's such a good story. It's a pretty uh, ballsy task, I think, to take on. Yeah. When you have a video game that has such a cult following for like the entire... I guess we'd be like the elder millennial yeah. generation, yeah, and probably the younger millennials too. But much more for the people that were around when video games really took off, because that's what Sega was. You know, it was like yeah, like Nintendo was out Atari previously, mm-hmm. and then Sega came in, and then it was just kind of like off to the races after that. It's like every few years there was a new console. Yeah, so the millennial segment of people that was alive when all that kind of took off, you take the one character that probably has the most love and the most memory mm-hmm. of all video games going through that period. It's, it's pretty challenging. And again, kudos to the, to the team for pulling it back and redoing the thing after listening to some feedback. Yeah. Because I'm really happy to see a movie like this land really well with people and do justice to yeah. something that means quite a lot to a lot of people.
1: Yeah, and I'm, I'm glad you you emphasized the video game aspect of the film because this, this movie almost had every excuse to fail because of the controversy with the character, a character that I feel doesn't have as big of the notoriety as it did back in the day when it was real popular. And then on top of that, video game adaptations have not done very well in general like both at the box office and critically. For whatever reason, they've had a really really hard time getting a solid video game adaptation going in live action. Like have you have you seen any kind of video game adaptations that off the top of your head that you can remember?
0: So, I haven't seen Tomb Raider. Yeah. Those are all, right? Yeah. Video game with Angelina Jolie. I haven't seen Tomb Raider. Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure the video game was first. On yeah, all of those movies. Right? Yeah. There's a there's a bunch of them, right? Mm-hmm. Are they any good? Uh
1: they're okay. Yeah. Angelina Jolie, that's probably one of her iconic roles. Okay. As uh Laura Croft. But then like more recently you had like maybe, you know, several years back you had Assassin's Creed they tried doing into live action. Okay. Which was a huge video game and totally flopped and bombed at the yeah, box office.
0: I hear the Assassin's Creed Odyssey is awesome. Yeah. Video game.
1: The games are awesome. So it would make sense as to why they wanted to adapt it.
0: Resident Evil? Yeah, right. Didn't they one. do a few of those? Mm-hmm. I haven't seen those. So I don't know really what kind of expectations I had. Yeah. But those games are a bit more human. Yeah, yeah. When you think of it, this is like a cartoon. I guess uh, that Pikachu movie was probably considered a video game adaptation. Yeah, right? I guess you could consider that. Because yeah. Pokemon was a video game before the, the show, or is it the other way around? Well, it was a card game before anything
1: else. Oh, okay. So, yeah, you had the card game. There were points where I was, well, maybe halfway through the film going towards the end, and I totally forgot I was watching a video game adaptation. Just because the character's so iconic that it's just, I feel like it's Sonic's just something that's always been around, like in my conscience almost. So, when the, the movie ended, I was like, oh, yeah, when I was reading the headlines. Of like how it was the highest opening grossing video game adaptation ever, I was like, oh yeah, it was a video game. Like it's that's how iconic I guess the character of Sonic is.
0: Okay, so I've never seen any of the animations Mm -hmm. or anything with Sonic, so he was like literally just a yeah a video game character. For me, being you know from like seven to twelve or thirteen years old, I played all the different Sonics. Yeah. And that's always what he was for me. And it's kind of, I feel like this movie has completely brought back. <laughs> you know, like I expect yeah. them to make a new video game. I don't know if they still make Sonic games or not. I don't know. But it's it's a really good way to revamp something that is extremely yeah. cherished yeah. in a lot of people's minds and do Do a good job of it. (laughs) Like, do a really good job of it. Because I felt like Sonic, once I was, you know, kind of out of video game phase, like I still play games a little bit, but I feel like when you're a little kid, like pre-10 and and through those years, Mm -hmm. you're going through so many changes and like to have that game that came out at that point in my life, it's just like, it's on such a pedestal and I really am glad that they, they knocked it out of the park. Yeah. Like just completely totally revamped it like I want to go I will go see every sequel in the theater if they decide to continue this this series
1: so I think last time I checked it had us it was in the 60s on the Rotten tomato uh, scale which I think looking back it's a lot better than I was expecting at least critically I'm kind of surprised it's not a little higher but Having said that, going in, I would have, like I said, I was expecting it to be somewhere like in the 20s or something, like totally rotten. So I feel like a majority of the critics had a good time with it, and I know right now it has a cinema score, an A cinema score with fans, which is like one of the few verifiable methods of gauging fan opinion on a film. Okay. So everyone that does a cinema score survey, they get like as they're coming out of the theater... So that's oh, great. So Okay, so it's
0: like a live poll. Yeah.
1: So like, you know, no one can just go on there and talk about the film if they haven't seen it or whatever. So the fact that it has an A Cinema score and I think it has like a 90 something percent fan score on Rotten Tomatoes, which is now a lot better with the verification process, tells you that the fans totally loved it. And it's really it's a huge hit with fans.
0: It's a huge hit with me. Yeah, me too. I was- not a fan of any type of CG movies <laughs> ever in my life, and I'm on, I'm hooked. Yeah, I'm bored. I do hope they jump on a little bit of like
1: the wave and start releasing like shirts and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I want to get some money. Merch.
0: Make that money, Sonic. I want to get some of that merch. So, <laughs> so yeah, um... <laughs> put a little sticker on my Tacoma, yeah. yo. Take all my money. I'll put a little Sonic sticker on my. Con- my Tacoma is like a little <laughs> double nod. You got to make it a convertible. That's what
1: you got to do. I don't know about <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah, I never, it's the first I've ever seen of a Toyota convertible. It's pretty cool. I'll just say overall, I, I mean, you heard it. it. We couldn't recommend the film more enough. I, I loved, the, the main aspect of the film that I loved was how much heart it had. It was so fun, really great comedic moments, but at the core, the film is full of heart. And that's going to resonate with kids, with adults, with anyone that sees the movie. And they hit the character out of the park. like They knocked knocked it out of the park. They handled him so well. And you fall in love with Sonic the Hedgehog at the end. Absolutely. And you're totally rooting for him. There's nothing to hate on with this movie. There's nothing I really disliked. That's me. I mean, what did you think overall?
0: Overall, I was so much happier than I thought I was going to be. And... I love the the storyline, but I love how good a job they did with him when he's going fast (laughs) and how much of it they put in the movie. Yeah. So it's like pretty impressive that they weaved that much heart into a story and didn't fall short on the action, fast pace, video gameness. Yeah. You know what I mean? Totally. It was really well-balanced in terms of getting you invested emotionally and then paying you off with what you were, were hoping for action wise the whole time. Sure. And I couldn't hate on anything in the movie. I would have <laughs> liked it to be longer. <laughs> I wanted more. <laughs> I love that, uh, that when they rolled the credits, they just showed the old game. Like, I absolutely love that. I stayed and watched all the credits because they were just showing the old video game. Oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. You know, instead of just a black screen, when they're when they're putting all the credits up, they're showing clips of the old game. So I stayed and watched all that. And everybody, if you go see the movie, you should stay and watch all the credits.
1: Yeah, quick pointer, like, stick around for the credits. Yes. You will not be disappointed. So, yeah, we've reached the point now. Drum roll. what do you give this film?
0: I'll give the movie four bong loads. Okay. Okay? Sweet. It's a CG <laughs> film. I saw the movie stoned on some gelato G, which is like a, a gelato and a, a OG Kush cross. so yeah. really heavy indica. But the movie was so fast-paced that I was not sleepy at all. <laughs> and it worked out good. It was really nice. You can't give a cartoon movie a five, <laughs> right? You just can't. Yeah. Like this Sonic is not going to be... Nominated for Best Picture. Yeah, but I wouldn't fault <laughs> anyone.
1: Year. I wouldn't fault anyone for giving it a five. Oh no, that's me neither. how good it was. I w-
0: I want to. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. To maintain a, a shred of credibility <laughs> here, you know, I got. I'll give it four bong loads.
1: All right, sweet. I'm gonna go ahead and give this a four point five. Okay. Four and a half buckets of popcorn. It's. I couldn't recommend this film more. You have to go out. Take your kids to go see it. Yeah, if you go got watch kids, it. they will love it. If you have friends, I don't care what age you are, go and see Sonic the Hedgehog. It's in theaters now. It's totally worth your time. It's totally worth the price of admission and you're going to come out feeling great. It's it's such a feel-good
0: story and such a lovable character. You're going to have a blast. It is an awesome movie and I can't wait for more. I want to I want 10. <laughs> you know, let's let's rival those Those Fast and Furious movies with some Sonics and just get it going. Let's do it. Sonic
1: the Hedgehog is in theaters now. Go out and see it, guys. We couldn't recommend it highly enough. But that's it. That's all we got for you. That's Episode 8 of The Buff and the Blazer. Thanks for hanging out with us, and we'll catch you guys next time.
0: Peace, people.